Basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. While some teams are locks to make the playoffs, others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game. And if during that game, the team of your choosing hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. That's 100 to 1 odds on the team of your choosing to hit a tray. And they don't even need to win. This year, teams have been hitting threes at an unprecedented pace. So get in on all of the action with DraftKings Sportsbook before this offer ends. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You gotta be 21, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, welcome to That's Good Broncos podcast. I am Brandon Perna, here with my co-host, Samwise Ganjin. And today, we are talking NFL ball of the foot, Broncos news, quarterback draft news, uh, maybe Deshaun Watson, depending on how miserable we want to make this episode, Teddy Bridgewater, Shamar Steven, there's some news happening. The draft is coming up. Uh, things are starting. We're starting to get a clear picture of what the first four picks of the draft might be. Uh, but today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you want to test that bad boy out, use code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of their can't-miss offers. And my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. Uh, just got my beans today. I am subscribed for monthly shipments. And they arrive just in time. So you can check that out if you want. You don't have to. There's no pressure. Um, Will, we were off last week because I got right. sick. I had to cancel my Patreon Zoom, which has been rescheduled for Thursday night. So if any of you are $10 patrons, we'll be doing our Zoom meeting tomorrow night to make that up. The whole family got sick. Baby vomiting. Then the wife started vomiting. Then I got sick. It was a rough week, but I think we're okay and ready to talk football. You made it through. Made it through. First time in a couple of weeks. What has happened in the last couple of weeks? And we got the Sam Darnold trade. The Deshaun Watson news has only gotten um, just gets a little more, a little more damning. He's been losing sponsorships now, left and right. Nike beats by Dre. Not looking great there. So I, I think a lot of um, 
teams are, are tabling Deshaun Watson trades. I think that's a big reason why the Panthers made the move now to go after Sam Darnold. So they gave up off the top of my head. They gave up a sixth this year. And then 2022 gave up a second and a fourth. Right. <clears throat> for Sam Darnold, who has Done another nothing. year. That, well, he got mono. He got mono. I got, got mono. I got the stomach bug last week, so both Sam Darnold and I are just as yeah. accomplished, medically speaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've probably had more knee surgeries than him. So, Yeah, that's probably a good thing for him. He's played three years, so you have to make a decision on the fifth-year option this year. Um, and then you have to pay him yep. if he's good. Pay to and play, if not, bro. you just gave up a pretty, you know, three, one kind of meaningless pick, and then one, you know, sort of meaningful pick, and then a fourth rounder, kind of in the, kind of in the middle. Uh, would you have done this if you were George Payton? Fuck no. It's kind of where I'm at. Fuck no. But that's because we have Drew Locke. So. For the Panthers, it's not as bad of a move. Um, yeah, because they're they don't have like a young quarterback that Let's could turn a corner. They've got except PJ for PJ Walker. Walker, maybe PJ Walker, uh, who's got ties here to Denver. Uh, maybe the Broncos should uh, flip a pick for PJ Walker. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, why not? Before we we, we continue there, one thing I want to say that really bugs me that I've noticed is when when people say like a team gives up. Okay, so the 49ers, when they traded up to the uh, third spot. Yeah, I know where you're going with this, and I totally agree. People say they gave up three first rounders to go to that spot. No, they fucking didn't. They swapped their first round pitch yeah. so they got a better first rounder yes. this year they gave up two first rounders in the future it's like a pet peeve i have and it's it's not like just some you know random person on twitter who like a fan accidentally says something like that it's actual sports media people who say yeah. that shit and i'm like you because mm. it's more it's yeah it's it's um it's a little misleading it's it's more than misleading and it makes it more, you know, it makes the the whole story a little more rife for for takery for the yeah, takes. Yeah, exactly. It's like three first rounders. Yeah. Well, but it's very it's very disingenuous because yeah, you are giving up a first round pick, but it, it more than cancels out because you're, you're getting a better spots. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So but anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> I meant to put that in an episode, and uh, as you can tell, it's, it's one of those dumb things that every time I see it, I'm like, oh, you son of a gun. No, I was thinking the same exact thing. It, it's very dumb, and I don't know. Like, I'll, As always, here's the thing. If their third overall pick pans out, and you know we all know it's going to be a quarterback, no one will care. Yep. No one will care if it Nobody was two first-round picks. No one will care if it was three first-round picks. Yep. They'd be like, yeah, four first-round picks, fine. Maybe stop there, but um, because at a certain point, when you when you have a good quarterback, you do not like necessarily need to like <clears throat> when you have a good quarterback, 
you're probably not picking in the top 20 picks of the draft every year, right? Right. You're picking yeah. at the back into the first. So you're getting second round talent anyway. So it, it literally, it, it, it does not matter. And you can always accumulate picks if you have a savvy front office in other ways, if you really need to jump up in the draft uh, to get, if it's a wide receiver or another position of need. And like the 49ers, they've got a bunch of that, like for them, it makes sense because their team, like the Broncos, pretty stacked with talent. Defensive side of the ball, assuming they get healthy again. Offense, they invested in their O-line. Like you could only, you can make an argument saying maybe they should find like some corners in this draft, like the Broncos, and maybe, you know, a, a wide receiver or something once they figure out their quarterback. And then they already have a damn good quarterback in, in Jimmy Garoppolo. So they, yeah. uh, who they want a first rounder for now, apparently. Uh, good luck. I mean, that would be really, really great for them if they could just recoup one of those first round picks. Then it's not three, it's only two. No, but it would really be one that you're giving up if you get a first rounder in return. I don't think I, I you know, you can say we want a first rounder. Doesn't yeah. mean you're getting a first rounder back, obviously. Um, if he was someone who wasn't hurt all the time, yeah, then I think he'd be worth like a late first round pick, mid to late first round pick. The fact that he didn't play the majority of last season, 2018, he played a game and a half of football. 2016, he was injured. I don't know. Like that's the whole reason they're trading up for a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. It's his injury history. Is <laughs> you ever wonder history. if um, had the 49ers not traded up for the third pick and had the like the all the Mac Jones stuff come out immediately after? You ever wonder if like Mac Jones would have just fell to twelve without? <laughs> I mean, before Kyle Shanahan's stamp of approval, I think, okay, because I don't, I don't follow college football closely. I probably say that once a podcast, but my perception of where Mac Jones was going to go was like maybe first round. Yeah. But probably not. And then, and that's probably where he should go. Yeah, well, look, we just Will and I just finished a uh, episode that we posted on the main channel about the worst quarterback draft of like the last twenty years. And looking back through quarterback drafts, uh, it, a lot of the quarterbacks don't pan out. So the fact that this year, coming off a college football season that was just fucked. Uh, making it even more t more difficult to evaluate QB talent, and and suddenly it's like all these teams are moving up to get like QBs for the f first four picks. It seems really stupid to me because right. I, I I don't guarantee it, but maybe like a really good draft class, two of those guys will pan out. That's a really good an all time draft class is like three good quarterbacks coming out of the first round. Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't think it's going to work out for two of the four teams, probably three of the four teams that jump up to get these guys. So my feeling with like the Broncos is 
Don't even take a quarterback now at nine. Start looking at a guy like Kellen Mond or something that you can take in the second or third round where you're not investing heavily uh, because I just think it's your probability. I, I don't know enough about all of the talent in this draft, but it doesn't seem like this is an all-time quarterback draft. It felt like it was Trevor Lawrence and then a bunch of dudes, and then suddenly, over the last few months, it's Trevor Lawrence is amazing. Zach Wilson might be better than Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields fell. Mac Jones is now the third best. Trey Lance is so raw, but he could be great. It just To me, it feels like uh, back when it was... Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, who were way overdrafted, and then a bunch of other dudes, and Trevor Simeon turned out to be one of the smartest the picks best of them in all. that draft. Yeah. So that's that's what it feels like to me with like Mac Jones. And Mac Jones might be the best out of these guys in terms of being ready to play in the NFL, but I don't I don't feel I wouldn't Well here's the thing. He could be the best not in a vacuum because he's going to the 49ers. Yeah, think. exactly. He's playing with Kyle Shanahan. Where's Trevor Lawrence going? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Where's Zach Wilson going? The Jets, who were an abomination last year. I know it's Adam Gase versus Robert Sala, but we still haven't seen Robert Sala as a head coach. Nope. <clears throat> Where is Justin Fields going to go? I don't know. Who knows? Same with Trey Lance. There's a very real case that could happen. A lot of these quarterback drafts go so poorly because, yeah, they're matched up with terrible fits. Yeah. It's like, okay, why was, you know, we all, we all think that you know, the Bills drafting Josh Allen was probably the best move in the 2018 draft. Maybe up there with Lamar Jackson going at 28. Okay, yeah, those were good teams. Yeah, those were good teams, and and the the Jets were a bad situation. Um, the Browns were a little bit on the rise, and w- with Josh Rosen, that was uh, <laughs> just a tragedy. Yeah, well, even obviously, obviously nine mistakes ahead of him, but the, um, couldn't the think Bra- of a worse situation for a quarterback. The Browns got lucky because well, they were smart because just last season Baker was a bust. But then they got the right head coach in a new GM who seems to be doing a decent job. Like, had that situation not changed for Baker Mayfield, we would be going Baker bust, Sam Darnold bust, Josh Rosen bust. And it's just Josh right. Allen and Lamar There's Jackson. There's still a lot of people who think Baker Mayfield's a bust. There's people I mean, who I think, think that, Lamar Jackson ridiculous. sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to get people who think anyone sucks. That's a good point. Um but here, here's my take is if I was the agent of a quarterback, I, I would try to tank his stock. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if he was like, a good team. If, if he's going in the top five, I'm like, no, no, no. Let's slide down to like a fringe playoff team. Yeah. That kind of seems like the way to go. I mean, you're giving up probably like $10 million by doing that um, on the first contract. But you'll make it up if you make it to the second contract. Yeah. So I don't know. Obviously, you can't do that. Um, but it's like, I, it, it's like it's Aaron Rodgers sliding down from, you know, I did that video with uh, um, that, you know, you kind of sparked the idea for uh, yeah, <laughs> with Adam. Son of a bitch. On, <laughs> on Alex Smith. 
that the 49ers were um they're just a total tire fire the packers were the packers and how much you know how much uh, of aaron Rodgers' career can you attribute to him sliding like I, I think he is a great quarterback regardless but yeah he was um he was able to hit the ground running because of where he where he was drafted it's i mean i think the luckiest thing maybe in sports history is tom brady getting drafted by the patriots because one or two picks before the browns took a quarterback if tom brady went to the browns in the middle of them being just an atrocious team he does there's no way he has the career he's had you know what i mean like maybe he he's like the guy who brings the the browns back into uh relevancy but no way like he walked into a team that had a top five defense uh that a smart offense a great coach like all this stuff it was a situation he might get cut yeah exactly (laughs) He and was, maybe then like, the Patriots four, get him and it still works out. <laughs> yeah, the Patriots have four quarterbacks on their roster to keep Brady. Yeah. His rookie season. I also have another idea for how to fix the NFL draft very quickly. Just hold it in the first week of March. Oh, yeah. Then you don't have to – we don't get, you know, the overthinkers. Uh, you don't second guess. You really just judge everything – based off the play on the field yeah. and you conduct some interviews, you know, you are, how much work are they already doing during the season? Get rid of the 40 yard dash. Just, just uh, GPS them, track them on the field. They're already working on that. Um, it's going to be a thing in college football coming up. The 40 yard dash is going to be meaningless. You can do a lot of the like character scouting during the season. I think probably. Yeah. That's, my assumption and we don't just like spend two months like fiddling with mock drafts and getting bored and talking ourselves into every single player and talking ourselves out of every single player too and yet the nfl has pushed the draft to the very very end of april (laughs) yeah like right i just realized that this year's draft is actually going into may so uh, <laughs> it'll never happen because it gives them so much content. Oh God. And the way I wish, sometimes I wish it happened like this. Um, it'll never happen too, because of, um, you know, the players associate association won't like it, but free agency after the draft. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes more sense. They did that back in 2011 with the lockout. If you remember that, they had the draft and then they had the dead free agency in like late July, early August, something mm, like that. Sexy. It's sexy. better. It's better for teams, I think. Um, because this year will be a little bit like that because you can, draft, you can kind of draft BPA and then fill needs in free agency. There's still so, there's so many guys available still. That's so. true. It's yeah, kind of like a true. weird year for that. Uh. But back to Darnold real quick. So, yes, I'm glad that the Broncos did not get Darnold. Uh, Here's the other thing, too, that's kind of annoying, is after every QB move has occurred, there's at least one report that says the Broncos were in on this quarterback. (laughs) 
It has it has literally been every single piece of QB news. Um, and then I just wait until Albright says, no, the Broncos weren't in on Carson Wentz. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, they should be on in on every move. Hypothetically. I mean, they should just you should ask like, hey, what are you guys yeah. asking for this guy? Like, of course. But it doesn't it doesn't mean like they were the second team. They made the the offer and then just got beat out. Maybe that happened once right. or twice. But so Darnold going to the Panthers, I think it's okay for the Panthers. I don't know if Darnold's good. We've given him a lot of leeway here saying like, mm -hmm. he might be good somewhere else. I might be brainwashed from watching him in the Rose bowl at USC. I think that he played so well in that, that first season at USC that he was like the consensus number one overall pick after that game. Well, yeah. And, and that draft. And I was just like, that. yeah, I've always just like expected him like, Oh, he'll, He'll turn it on eventually, out. and he'll yeah. be that again. And that's like – you could say the same thing about, like, Josh Rosen after his freshman year at UCLA. Because if he, if he came out after his freshman year, he would have been the number one overall pick. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but, like, Sam Darnold last season was horrible. Like, he was really bad. And you get yeah, this – terrible. You get this highlight – like, he has this one great throw – that yes. I've seen like a thousand <laughs> fucking times. So every time somebody wants to make a case for Sam Darnold, I'm so glad that, you brought this up. That cross body throw across the field. And the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Dude can still ball. But like after a while, you realize like there's that highlight. And then there's the long run he did against the damn Broncos. Just horrible tackling. <laughs> yeah. And then the other Good highlight him. is him trucking the, the Browns defender who's trying to tackle him. Yeah. Uh, that's basically it. And the, the watch Panthers, the other throws. <laughs> yeah. Watch. He missed a ton of throws. He was inaccurate. He was in it, it. Maybe that's fixable, but, uh, like I think drew lock has just as good a chance right now to be better next season. I think he has a better chance than Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, and the thing like about drew lock is the skills there like he's got the arm talent he can make enough guys miss in the backfield where he can extend plays to be that dynamic guy it's just it's more the mental part of the game and that's always the biggest question mark um and then that leads to teddy bridgewater so the panthers have given bridgewater permi permission to find trade partners they said they wouldn't mind him coming back uh he just He's owed like $20 million or some shit. Yeah, I think they're just doing the right thing to say. Yeah, they're just being nice to Teddy. and Yeah, as like, he should be. Everybody should be nice to him. He, his leg almost fell off. Yeah, I think everybody roots for Teddy. But now it's like, do the Broncos go after Teddy Bridgewater? And I would say no. Um, like Sam Darnold, we gave leeway to. Both you and I like Teddy. We liked what he did in New Orleans. He looked good in New Orleans, not as good in Carolina. Um, so maybe he would be better with the Broncos because they have a, a good offense. I think Bridgewater is the kind of quarterback who can run a really good offense efficiently, um, but he's not like the guy who's going to make the players around him better. And since you already know that about Bridgewater... Um, he is probably... 
<laughs> the number one backup in the league. Yeah, it's in terms it's, of what you want out of a backup. Exactly, like non-threatening can win you on a good game or on a good team. He can totally keep the ship moving in the right direction. One went like six and zero for the Saints back in 2019, 2018, 2019, one of those years. But yeah, yeah I mean, just does. I think so. Yeah, does things like keeps keeps things on schedule. Isn't going to do anything totally special though. No, so Which, that, that that's could why like work for a lot of teams though. It's to, yeah, it's just like for the Broncos. We it, it just feels like Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, that type of thing again. You're going to pay a good a chunk of money to another guy who's not your your answer. Maybe yeah, you compete next year, and we would probably be pretty happy with that. Like, you you make a move for Teddy, and he wins you yeah. nine or ten games. You're like, okay, this is better than before. But again, as the draft gets closer, I get more okay with Drew Locke and whatever's going to happen. Um, but before we continue with the draft and what the Broncos might do now that things have kind of formed. Uh, it's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. The golfers are in Augusta. Augusta, Georgia. Madness. To compete for the coveted jacket. I've got a bunch of those jackets. They're pretty easy to find. And DraftKings, yep. America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action. Ooh, right in the middle of the golf course, huh? Wow. By giving you a shot to land in the green, this week DraftKings is giving you $100, or 100 to 1 odds on the golfer of your choosing to finish in the top 10. If you haven't tried DraftKings, this is the time. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any golfer from this weekend's tournament, and if they finish in the top 10, you cash $100. I would suggest picking a golfer that's finished in the top 10 pretty regularly and picking that guy. Uh, but that's just my golfing advice. Uh, 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often. So sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the action and choose your golfer before the tournament tees off Thursday morning. That's tomorrow morning. you got to do this now, tonight. Sure. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 at the golfer of your choosing. Finishes in the top 10 of this weekend's tournament. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Good job. Okay, well. So, uh, Trevor Lawrence probably going one to the Jags. Uh, I would probably even... say I don't even think he'll succeed in Jacksonville. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe it feels like Jacksonville feels like a Houston Texans. Get him a get him a tackle. Spend the spend a second. Do they have two first round picks? They should. They're oh, they might. A ton of players. I hope they do. Get him a tackle. You yeah, my, fa get my favorite place to look at the draft order is Tankathon. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Jags pick at one. Oh, they pick at twenty-five as well. All right, get, it's a it's a deep tackle draft. Get him a tackle, and you might uh, good things might happen. 
I don't yeah. know. I just don't want to see him get ruined by poor Bad offensive line play. Yeah, and I think they have some good guys in the middle, but if you don't have the tackles, that's yeah, it's setting up Trevor Lawrence for a, yeah. a rough time. I think that's the, the hardest. There's two things that are really hard for rookie QBs to adjust to. One is actually getting pressure because yeah. the guys who play at really good colleges, uh, they have the best offensive line and they have all day to throw. Yeah. Two is learning to identify the difference between what an open receiver is in college <laughs> versus the NFL because guys are actually covered in the NFL. Uh, unless you're playing like uh, the the shit the shit secondaries, which last season Cowboys, Cowboys. Falcons, uh, teams like that. Um, second player, Zach Wilson, probably to the Jets. Uh, I would say almost certainly. And then 49ers, maybe it's a smokescreen, but maybe Mac Jones is the guy they think they can win with now. And so now you've got the Falcons, who do not need a quarterback, who you and I have said the Broncos, when we thought Matt Ryan trade rumors could be real, should be in on Matt Ryan. Um, They are supposedly willing to deal that fourth pick. We've also said that the Patriots don't have a chance of getting that pick because of what they did to the Falcons in the Super Bowl. I've seen some tweets that say don't count the Patriots out of actually getting that. That's what I think. They also said don't count, like, the Panthers out. And come on, people, you got to think critically here. (laughs) I I remember I I was watching one of, like, the PFF podcasts on YouTube, and they were talking about, you know, teams should just, be willing to trade more with divisional opponents, not for a franchise quarterback. You shouldn't. What the fuck? Do you think like if let's say the Broncos had the spot where uh, the chiefs took Patrick Mahomes and the Broncos traded back with the chiefs and they grabbed Mahomes? Do you think Broncos fans would ever let John Elway live that shit down? That would almost erase every good thing he did. Yeah. That'd probably be worse than taking Trubisky. Yeah. Oh man. It is like it you better be, the worst be thing. sure that guy sucks if you're giving up the rights to take him. Yeah. To and, and even then, I wouldn't trust myself. Yeah. And like now, like the Sean Watson pick not looking so good for the Texans. Like you yeah. just, it's crazy how year to year shit can change drastically for your perception of right. what was good and what was bad. Yeah. Um, so in terms of just like, in terms of uh, trades that aren't going to piss off the Atlanta Falcons ownership slash fans, it's like, you think Arthur blank would want to, you know, give up a, a new quarterback to the Patriots? No, I know. he don't think he does. I don't think he cares as much as, you know, the Panthers, but I, I just don't see it quite I as much. Yeah, no. I, I, mean, I mean, the, I think it could happen, but compared to a team like the Broncos, who I guess ironically handed them their first Super Bowl loss, but that was, you know, that was a longer time ago. Um, that, just, that just seems a lot more palatable. Plus, you throw in the fact that it's the ninth pick versus, yeah. what, the 15th pick? Yes. Yes. Something like that. That's um, the thing. Like you've got to be have able to the clear advantage. 
if you're an if you're an enemy of the team you're trading with, you got to be able to offer something very valuable. Yeah, and I, and I think the difference between nine and fifteen is so huge. Nine and fifteen is huge. Like, there's probably like twelve great players in this draft. And you also can't bank on. Let's say the the Patriots give up future firsts or whatever. Like betting on the Patriots being bad, not a good bet. Still, maybe time will prove us wrong there. But like betting on the Broncos being bad, better bet right saying. now. Better <laughs> right now. Bet right now. I mean, based on the trajectory of those teams, you would think that the Patriots would have a better pick next year, but. You just can't. You just yeah. you don't feel good making that trade. Not if they're trading up to get the guy that they know can run their team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then, let's say the Falcons are willing to deal spot number four to the Broncos. Do you right. even want to see the Broncos move to four? That's a good question because at this point the Panthers hard- seem like they're out of the race, right? So you think either Lance or Fields is. Good chance one of them falls to nine, right? Possibly. You got to worry about um, a surprise pick by the Lions. Or that could happen. The crazy pan like the Lions taking a QB makes more sense to me than the Panthers right now. Yes, they have Jared Goff, but I don't think that's the Lions' long-term plan. Um, and if there's a guy, I mean. If if the if the Broncos are guaranteed to be able to select Fields or Trey Lance at nine, I don't move up. I, I to me like I'll take a flyer on either of those guys at nine. Yeah, you can I live. Don't want to move up to get one bust. of those guys. You can totally. You can probably live with a bust if you don't trade up for him at yeah. that point. Because you know, a bust doesn't mean a bust means like Drew Locke still has a chance to get better too. Right. Right. So, but you trade up, then you're kind of, you know, you're crippling. You're not crippling, but you're giving up capital for later. Based on, yeah, based on what the 49ers gave up, probably giving up like a first and a second, right? Yeah. To move up those five picks, maybe more. So you have a, a tweet from Woody Page, right? Yes. Let me pull that bad boy up. But, uh, you know, Page. I- I have it pulled up, but uh, since he put it in the, the, the rundown, we will wait okay. for you to read it. So someone asked Woody Page which quarterback they would take, which quarterback he would take, and he responded, I would take Lance, Trey Lance, and let Drew Locke start for another year, then see who you move. I think Peyton would take Fields. So that's so interesting. Woody I Page agree would with Woody. Lance. Yeah, I think it's – because – yeah, the Trey Lance thing is you're probably not going to uh, get very, like, immediate returns. That's one where you're going to have to work on it for a little while. Right. And, of course, the Broncos are known to have um, a very patient fan base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and the reason I like Trey Lance more than Justin Fields has nothing to do with – which guy I actually think is better. It's that there's just more mystery around Trey Lance. I like the, I like the unknown of it. I like the idea that he's the, the aura, the underdog sort of uh, player. 
Um, because I think I think Justin Fields is a better quarterback. <laughs> I think <laughs> you get to Ohio State, uh, you play well at a big school like that, you're a better fucking quarterback. Doesn't mean he'll be a better quarterback in the NFL. Um, yeah. I, I like the uh, the idea of taking a guy and taking your veteran and being like, just battle to the death. Loser leaves town. It's kind of interesting. I think there's probably a lot of quarterbacks where you do that to them, they'll crumble. In which case you probably don't want them anyway. And a lot of quarterbacks too, where you put them in that kind of pressure situation and it kind of unlocks a new sort of drive worth work ethic, a whole bunch of things. And that that's kind of how it happened for Drew Brees had two really good years after they drafted Phillip Rivers. Yeah. So which guy do you think would motivate Drew Lockmore, Fields or Lance? I think Fields would probably beat him out immediately. <laughs> Just day one after one Zoom call? Uh, yeah. Sorry, Drew. This guy's clearly got a better grip on on the who's I mean, if you tra- here's the thing if you trade up for him you kind of you just have to start that quarterback if you right trade away. up yes um if you I sit think... and kind of let it come to you then you can be like all right well we're just gonna stash him for a little bit unless he's like great you know from the start like russell wilson yeah and of course yeah you then you play him yeah i mean preseason uh hopefully we actually get this should have a regular preseason this year. You'll actually get to look yeah, at the three games, right? Three, is it? Yeah. Cool. Thank uh, God. The, like the fourth preseason game of the year is just. Oh yeah, hell. it's it's one less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that um, is hell on earth. <laughs> that I think, last week. I think Trey Lance might be the perfect quarterback for the Broncos. Maybe. I you might be right. Let's. I say this is the best. Best way it works out. Some other team jumps up, trades with Atlanta, gives up too much. Maybe it's Washington. Maybe it's the Patriots. I don't give a shit. They take Justin Fields there. I feel like if you're trading up, you're going for the guy who's you've got a lot of tape to evaluate, right? Maybe. You know I don't me. know. Okay, yeah, yes. But I've heard so much wild stuff on the fields. I think it was Gil Brandt who said, he could go in the fourth round <laughs> the other week. I mean, that's ridiculous, but it shows like a lot of people aren't in on him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but let's just like say real person. somebody yeah. trades up for fields. The run on quarterbacks is over. Then Trey Lance is sitting there at nine for the Broncos. I totally agree with Paige. Draft him. You don't need to start him right away, which is probably a good situation for him. Yeah. Give Drew Locke that motivation. Like, if he's not motive, if he can't turn the corner with a, a a high draft pick breathing down his neck, he's not the guy. Correct. You can, you can, you should know that by like week eight of next season. And you could start Trey Lance at the same time you would have like started Tua if you're, you know, the Dolphins last year. Um, yeah. And you're right. Like, you don't give up too much for him. You can still draft a decent player. 
you know, in the second round, hopefully you have a good draft. You grab one or two guys. And really, this season, 2021 for the Broncos, is a make-or-break season for Vic Fangio. Um, it's Drew Locke. Uh, I've heard, like, people talking about, you know, is this quarterback a good fit with Pat Shermer? 